All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. More Googling. This editing will be fun. I wonder how long turkeys live. Hey, it's Chris. And this is Lauren. We're the producers for Something Offbeat, and this week we're giving you something different to listen to as you decompress from the stressful holiday. We'll be back next week with a new episode about a woman who slipped on prosciutto just in time for your holiday shopping celebrations to kick in. In fact, we might even have some tips for how to sue if you wipe out during your holiday festivities. But today we're wrapping up Thanksgiving talk and looking forward a little bit to the winter holidays. We also want to hear from you. If you hear something you like, please reach out. Or if you have any story ideas you'd like to hear us dig into, let us know. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at Chris C. Blake. And our host, Mike Rogers, is at KRLD Mike Rogers. And I'm at LaurenBerry91. You can also email us at somethingoffbeat at odyssey.com. We want to know about all the weirdest holiday news you have. We know Thanksgiving is over, but we probably all still have some leftovers in the fridge. And I wanted to talk about the first thing today. It's maybe not the most offbeat news, but our friends at WBBM spent so much work putting together this holiday side dish bracket that I just had to give it a, a shout out. And I wanted to talk with you, Chris, about your favorite side dishes and if you still have some in the fridge or if you have some like you always hope end up in the fridge. The last time I checked in on the bracket, the uh, top food that was going to win was stuffing. It had beat sweet potatoes. It had beat macaroni and cheese, I think. Actually, let me check. Let me make sure I'm saying the right thing. Okay. So not sweet potatoes, but candied yams, uh, gravy, green bean casserole, sweet potato casserole, roasted squash. These are all the things that were on the list. Cranberry sauce, Brussels sprouts, broccoli casserole, macaroni and cheese, collard greens, and cornbread. Those all sound those all sound good. But yeah, stuffing was in the lead. And that leads me to ask you, Chris, what is your favorite Thanksgiving side dish? Some of these, I don't know if they're as specific to Thanksgiving as they are just like side dishes, like macaroni and cheese to me is not (laughs) specific to Thanksgiving. Agreed. Not that it's not good. It's just that's like my sad food. I like to eat macaroni and cheese when I'm sad at any time of year. I bought a box of chickpea pasta mac and cheese at the store the other day. I haven't made it yet, but I'm curious because chickpea pasta, I've had it before. It tastes exactly the same and it's Mm. probably just as bad for you, but you can pretend it's not. That's my thing. Like, cause I love pasta so much and it's like the thing that makes me gain the most weight. And I see the chickpea pasta at Costco all the time. And I'm like, is that going to be better? And I don't think it will. It tastes the same. And I don't know if it's healthy or not, but I digress. For the Thanksgiving (laughs) sides, I think sweet potatoes. So my mom makes this sweet potato dish that's essentially like a dessert for a side dish. There's pecans and brown sugar on it. 
So that sounds good. Yeah. So it's served at the table during the actual Thanksgiving dinner, but it's very sweet and it's just a way to sneak extra dessert into the meal. I love that. I'm always into getting more dessert. I like sweet potatoes year round as well. I have sweet potatoes all the time. When I was going to family Thanksgivings, we had like kind of the, I don't know if I'd say traditional, but like it would be like sweet potatoes with marshmallows. Have you had that? I have not had that. And I think the marshmallows are a step too far. I agree. The the pecans, that sounds really good. I would have preferred that. On the subject of sides that nobody likes. So my dad's from Massachusetts and he insists on having the sides that the pilgrims had, which nobody in our family wants to eat. Those are turnips, baby no. onions, Mm-mm. and squash. I think squash is the only one that I can get behind. I'm not eating baby onions or turnips. What are baby ever. onions? I don't even know what baby onions are. Are they like cocktail onions? Yes. They're just small onions wow. and you kind of and you just like steam them. Wow, weird. They're all root vegetables and none of them have any flavor. <laughs> That's upsetting. So I bet though you could do like a thing where you get the turnip or the onion and kind of like put the sweet potato all around it and it just tastes like sweet potato. That's probably what I would be doing. I think ultimately one year, the rest of our family was just like, we're not going to keep making these. Nobody else likes them. My dad had an also a disagreement with my mom's family, they never had gravy, which is also on this list as a, as a side dish. But like, I feel like that's more of a condiment. I agree. But yeah, and he would bring his own gravy. And then it was like a whole, it was a dramatic thing. I'm happy I don't have to deal with that anymore. Was it to share or was it just for him? Just for him. Because that makes it even better. <laughs> because he was bitter about the previous times when there was no gravy. And he was right. I mean, like he had a point because turkey without gravy, like that's not good. It's not, no. a, it's just very dry. Turkey is definitely something hard to keep from drying out when you're cooking it. Yeah. There's, I think it's a Brooklyn Nine-Nine quote that I overuse all the time about how turkey tastes like napkins. And that's really my stance on it. I never had, like, I haven't had turkey on Thanksgiving in years. Are you a ham person? No, I don't like ham either. I mean, I don't hate ham, but I wouldn't go like, I wouldn't buy it. My mom and I just get takeout and we like pick whatever we want. We got Greek food last year. I can always get behind that. It was great. I recommend it a hundred percent. I think maybe we're going to do sushi this year. So while I do like stuffing, which is winning this bracket, I'm more excited about the sushi, to be honest with you. In addition to side dishes, family traditions around the holidays are always a hot topic, and a new poll is examining politics on Thanksgiving, and as it turns out, more and more people are trying to avoid those discussions. According to a Quinnipiac University poll, six out of 10 people said they were hoping to avoid discussing politics while visiting with family and friends on Thanksgiving. So Lauren, are you going to get into a heated discussion over your sushi? Uh, I don't think so. My mom and I usually see pretty eye to eye on that. In the past, my family has definitely had uh, arguments. In like the Bush era, my uncle and my cousin were like really head to head would have arguments about that. My uncle would make fun of my cousin's Bush bumper sticker, I remember. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, that's not on the agenda this year. How about for you? 
we typically don't have those discussions. Most of my family sees eye to eye on this kind of stuff. But if I was going to a friend's house or an extended family member's house who I wasn't quite sure where they stood on things, I would definitely try to avoid it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, when meeting new people or or friends, families and stuff, that's the number one thing I try to avoid talking about. I think as journalists though, we're probably pretty good at being, being able to talk about stuff and not make things incendiary because you have to be down the middle when you write stuff a lot of the time. Oh, I agree. I've had plenty of conversations on both sides where I'm pretty sure the other person just thought I agreed with whatever they said, because you just kind of keep your mouth shut and go along with it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Are there any other holiday traditions that you like to participate in for Thanksgiving? I told you my mom and I like to get takeout. We also like to watch planes, trains, and automobiles, and sometimes friends. How about you guys? So you're not sitting down to watch the football games on Thanksgiving? No, I support people who love sports. And I know that you are a sports announcer sometimes, but the yelling, like the sports yelling and like all the noise is, um, I'm not into it. So my family is one of those ones that does a 5k on Thanksgivings. We did it all growing up, the turkey trot in Dallas. We're recording this before Thanksgiving. So I will not be participating this year because I'm on call for KRLD on Thursday morning. But I was thinking like after I get a few things posted, maybe I'll just go for a little jog around the neighborhood to make up for it. That is so like healthy and cool. And I'm definitely not going to be doing any jogging on Thanksgiving. You have done it your whole life, the turkey trot? Probably since like middle school. Wow. Most wow. years. There's, we've missed some. There's been Thanksgivings where we've traveled to see other family members and stuff like that. But years that we're here, we do it. Wow. It is one of my fears to end up in a family that does runs on Thanksgiving because I'm not good at running. But you recently married. Is your wife into it or no. is it is it a fear for her like it, it is for me? <laughs> it was a fear for her, but now she is stuck doing it. Even though I cannot participate on Thursday, wow. she's going to go down there with the rest of my family and I think they're all going to walk the 5k. I don't think anybody has plans on trying to win it. Okay. Well, that's nice. Okay. If you walk it, can you have like a little like cider or something? That's a good question. I don't know. Okay. I don't know how strictly they enforce open container laws in like a giant 5k with tens of thousands of people there. Or like a little hot chocolate or something. Cause if it's just walking, walking around with a, with a cup of something, that's not that bad. I'm into that. I've avoided them, but you know what? You made it sound a little bit better. So congrats for selling it. It's fun once you're out there. The worst part is knowing it's a holiday and being like, crap, I have to get up at seven in the morning. You raise money for charity, right? Yeah. Okay. Maybe one of these days. Probably not. I believe the one here goes to the YMCA. All right. The next topic we're going to cover is something that Chris and I have actually talked about since we started this podcast. I feel like we've always been talking about doing an episode about pardoning turkeys and it's never happened, but we want to know more. It's such a funky little tradition that we have here in the U.S. So this year, President Joe Biden continued the tradition. He pardoned two turkeys from the Midwest. Uh, They are from Wilmar, Minnesota's Jenny O Company, and they're named... 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Liberty and Bell, which is really cute. That seems like very appropriate names for turkeys pardoned by the president. According to this article, Biden said the birds love Honeycrisp apples, ice hockey, and the Mall of America. They're, I guess, true Minnesota turkeys. Um, and he said that he'd love to see them play ice hockey. So what happens to the birds after they're pardoned? Um, I guess these are going back to their home state, I believe. Let me see. They're going back to University of Minnesota's College of Food, Agricultural, and Natural Resource Sciences in St. Paul after their uh, star-studded weekend in Washington. Was that all you ever wanted to know about pardon turkeys, Chris? It is. And my biggest question here is that why turkeys from Minnesota are named Liberty and Bell. I feel like they should be from Pennsylvania. I agree. That seems like more Pennsylvania names. I'd want to see like Maybe some some Fargo names, maybe like Francis McDormand and Steve Buscemi or something for the Minnesota turkeys. I don't know, do you think people from North Dakota will be offended by your comment? Oh, my God. Is that in North Dakota? It is. Stop. You can cut that. Maybe they should be named after Vikings players. I don't know anything about Minnesota. I'm sorry, Joe. Do you know names of Vikings players? I feel like it would have to be like old famous Vikings players, not just a random person currently on the team. Oh, maybe like Prince. Would be, oh, a Prince would be a good person. One. Yeah, Prince would be a good name. And that's the only person I know from Minnesota. Wow. Barry Sanders. Okay. And Joe Heady, my other producer from my other podcast. Barry Sanders <laughs> played for the Lions. That's in Detroit. I'm stupid. Detroit. <laughs> Is North Dakota, Minnesota? Is Michigan, Minnesota? We're so what? sorry, Midwest. I feel really bad as like a Midwestern person. I'm not representing my region very well today. <laughs> I feel like this is like a what Southerners think the North is. It's all Minnesota, right? Everything's Minnesota. Wait, I have to find one more person from Minnesota really quick. I'm just going to Google it. Okay. Minnesota people. Who is from Minnesota? Okay. F. Scott Fitzgerald is from Minnesota? Okay. Judy Garland and Jesse Ventura. And Bob Dylan. Okay, maybe the turkey should be named Bob Dylan and Prince instead of Liberty and Bell. I think that would work. I think yeah. Jesse Ventura would be a good one too. Just call him one of yeah. them called the body. The body. Yeah. I like that. Or one's Jesse, one's Ventura. It's true. Since we split Liberty and Bell, we can split other people's names. Now that we know what's in Minnesota, we're way better at naming turkeys. Our last story today has to do with the decorations that people put up for the holidays. And soon enough, we'll see those inflatable turkeys in people's front yards disappear and give way to inflatable Santas or reindeers or snowmen or whatever else people might choose. I'm all for decorating for Christmas. In fact, I love having the Christmas decorations up, but Lauren, I cannot get behind the inflatables in the front yards. I don't like them either. People in my neighborhood, I moved to a new neighborhood recently and they're so into decorating. Like they were so into decorating for Halloween. My old neighborhood, no one would put up anything this neighborhood, amazing. Lots of stuff. 
there are some inflatables and they're okay because usually the people that have them have like a lot of stuff going on. There's lights, there's lots of stuff. So that's okay. But just in general, I don't like the inflatables. I feel like they're a little, they look a little sad to me because they get all like weather beaten. Um, I, I would be cool if I didn't see them. I think you made a good point in that the people that have inflatables usually have a lot of other stuff going on. Like you're not going to walk by a house and the inflatable is going to be the only thing. If you have an inflatable, you're typically going all out with everything. That's true. That's true. But I actually have seen just like one lonely inflatable in someone's yard. And you know, like, I don't want to judge them too hard for that. Maybe some it's easy just to like throw the inflatable out there, but it just looks so sad all alone. Lonely Santa. One of my favorite things about the inflatables is obviously we talk about our dogs a lot on this podcast. They don't do it as much anymore because they're a little bit older, but when they're puppies and they see stuff like that in people's yards, they like freeze and are like, what are you? Do I need to attack? Sometimes I start barking at it, but then, you know, the more walks you go on during the holidays, they get used to it and the novelty wears off. Also with this topic, so I haven't decorated for like outside of my house for Christmas in a long time because I live in an apartment. Um, I have like a little Festivus bag that I put on my door sometimes. Um, (laughs) But do you have big decorating plans? Do you have favorite decorations? We don't go all out. We do, I think, a normal amount of Christmas decorating. We have the tree We'll have a couple of those garland things, all fake, by the way. Yeah. No real trees, no real garlands. Maybe a real wreath every once in a while. And then we'll do some lights outside, but nothing crazy. And the one thing that we do is my wife likes to collect nutcrackers. So we have a bunch of those that'll go up around the house. I love those. I used to have a lot of those when I was a a kid. We had, but we lost a lot of our decorations in a flood. I know, sad. Yeah. When I was living in a house, we used to do the um, the reindeer, you know, like the light up reindeer. And they would always get vandalized by the local dudes in the neighborhood that would make them put them in very intimate positions. In of front course, of I house. still think that's funny, but I understand if it was your own house, it's probably not. Me too. Funny. My mom would be like, oh, no. And I'd be like, yeah, it's terrible. It's not funny like, at all. It's <laughs> so bad. We should definitely not leave them like that. Yeah. it's de- Yeah. <laughs> So I do kind of miss that, but. Well, now you can just run around Chicago moving other Yeah, I I can bring the holiday cheer like that, like Santa, except for inappropriate deer. Yes. I will say one of my favorite holiday traditions is watching Home Alone on Thanksgiving night. Oh yeah. I love Home Alone. That's by far my favorite Christmas movie. It's a good one. We have a lot of pride about that in my neck of the woods because there's like the Home Alone house is near here and they were wearing um a letterman jacket from my high school in the movie so oh that's really cool i do appreciate the memes that go around though now that we're everybody who grew up on those movies is an adult that say Mm -hmm. things along the lines of like i wonder what kevin McAllister's dad did for a living that he had this many kids and could afford to take everybody to paris for christmas So we hope everybody had a really great Thanksgiving. Um, let us know uh, what your favorite sides are, what your least favorite sides are. 
Um, and if you have any like weird Thanksgiving news that happened in your hometown that you think we should cover, we want to know about it. Hopefully some weird Thanksgiving crimes that don't harm anybody, but are just funny. That would be the sweet spot. Turkey mishaps, turkey trot mishaps, anything goofy. Don't forget to email us at somethingoffbeat at odyssey.com and stay tuned for our episodes in December and the new year. Bye, Chris. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.